say that no matter who it is, if we keep telling ourselves that we hate them, we'll only grow to hate them even more. While if we tell ourselves that they're not that bad, we'll learn to see their good sides. But try as me might, there are those who just make it really difficult for us to see anything to like about them. I mean, if we could cut them out of our lives, not see them, sure, fine. But if someone were forced to see every day, what if it's someone we can't avoid? At school, work, even at home? Well, that just puts our lives on hard mode. If there's anything that takes as much energy as loving someone, it's probably hating someone. No matter how hard we try not to care about them or what they do, we just can't help but notice them doing something we resent, which drives up, up the wall every single time. Gosh, just imagining the scenario is exhausting. Today is a swelteringly hot Monday here, tiring enough as it is. So let's not waste any of our precious energy hating or resenting. Let's use all the energy we have for ourselves, thinking only of things and people that make us happy. I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. That was Zico with his song, Summer Hate featuring B. Definitely not a more perfect day to listen to this song than today here. But going back to the opening, I was talking about hate, this emotion. It's such a double-edged sword. Because even if we have all legit reasons in the world to harbor hate, it's still a negative emotion that negatively affects us. And it gets even worse when the act of hating itself makes us also feel guilty, makes us feel like a bad person. So I think it really is just a huge waste to channel our energy and time into such a negative feeling that has zero positive impact. I mean, we don't have enough hours or minutes in a day to waste on such feelings. So we need to focus all the time and energy we've got on staying positive, thinking of things that make us happy. So, let's stay positive and share with each other what makes us happy. What puts a smile on your face at the mere thought of, even on a scorching hot Monday like today? Share also where you are and what you're up to, because our global roll call on YouTube is coming up. You can also include any song, requests, and share your sayander stories and anecdotes about anything and everything as well. Nothing is too trivial. Anything goes. Just use the chat board on Kung or the message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr or leave a comment on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com slash English KBS. If you're streaming us via YouTube at youtube.com slash KBS World Radio Service, you can leave your messages there as well. Also, you can just text us here if you have a Korean phone number 
at sharp eight one five zero. A regular SMS text will cost fifty one, and a long text or MMS message will cost one hundred one per text. Now, coming up in part two of the show, we will be joined by K-pop producer John Kim for an inside look into the world of K-pop for K-pop Insights. So, stay tuned for that. But right now, I will be right back with today's "Where Are You" on YouTube Live. Here is Urban Zakapa with their song "Get" featuring Pinjino. One fine day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea, and it is 5:21 p.m. We have our second heat advisory. Um, just in a matter of days, it's like up to 35 degrees today. No joke, it is really legitly hot, hot, hot here. All right, I am talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yeouido Tower. Where are you? For our global roll call, a chance for me to find out where in the world all my listeners are and what you're all up to today. So let's find out. For where are you? We're starting with rollback time. Who writes full first full day back at home? It's nice to be within a day's flying distance, enjoying the company of friends and family with good food. There's really nothing better than that, really, truly, the company of friends and family, plus some good food. Wonderful! I hope you have a great time. Lim Tui says, "I felt like relieving some stress by driving on the highway and singing to my heart's content with the windows rolled down. So I ended up driving to Tokyo to Osaka on a business trip. I sang so much that I've lost my voice. Now I'm worried about my drive back. Ooh, ooh. maybe you should uh, make it a." A listening time instead of a singing time. Rest your throat a little bit. I know I'm trying to rest my throat a little bit today. Un zero two zero three writes, 안녕하세요, 정연 언니. It's so hot. People say that it is steaming hot, but today it feels like it's more burning hot. I stepped outside just for a little while and felt like I was going to get burned. I'm worried about the coming days. But fortunately, this year, thanks to you, I'm actually waiting for July and August. I'm surprised myself. Stay healthy, and I'll do the same until your next performance. Alrighty. Yes, it is burning hot. That's for sure. And we do have to be careful. Limiting our time outside. It is actually dangerously hot for our health. Not good for us. Sally Jungbin writes, 안녕하세요, DJ Lena. I'm Happy to hear OFD Radio after your Kunsan concert. Did you get to check out the scenery in Kunsan too? I heard that Seoul got a heat wave advisory today. Tawi chushim haseyo. Yes, it is so hot. We're all trying to stay cool in our different ways. That's for sure. It's really hard getting good sleep these days because of the heat. Tepe Warren says, "Well, it's sweltering hot in Malaysia too, but..." 
enjoying myself now with an ice cream in an AC room, tuning into OFD. Well, there you go. We know the different ways that we can beat the heat. That's wonderful. All right, we got some song requests. Our first is from P.S. I Love, who writes, 안녕하세요, it feels like real summer today. I'm not a big fan of summer, but good memories make my heart flutter at the thought of summer, too. I really like summer, but I hate it. I hate it, but I like it. <laughs> What am I feeling? Stay healthy in the heat and have a great week. P.S. I heard the Kunsan concert was awesome. Now I really can't wait till the Goyang concert. 고생하셨어요. I want to request 권진아의 노크 with 방문치. All right. Yes, the Kunsan show was pretty, pretty good. I'd have to say it was the best one yet. And it was also kind of exciting because it was my first time there. And pretty much over 90% of the people there was um, at my concert for the first time too. So it was kind of a cool, interesting experience. That's for sure. Really um, unique vibe. All right, our second request from Casey99 who writes, 언니 안녕하세요. The weather is so hot. Well, I want to request OFD Family's Stella Jung's new song, Orange, You Are Not a Joke to Me. This song is too cute. Yes, she wanted to make it up to Orange. I've been actually seeing this on my social media too. She's got some really cute social media promotion going on with the song as well. She said she felt bad that Orange was left out of colors. And I uh, remember when she was writing the song, I'm so excited to hear the finished product as well. Well, Here are those two song requests. Funny enough, all our artists for these two requests are good friends themselves. First up, Kwon with Knock, featuring Pang Moon Chi. And after that, our beloved Stella Jung with her brand new song, Orange, You're Not a Joke to Me. That was Orange, You're Not a Joke to Me by Stella Jung. I love it. It's a very fresh new sound from her. And before that, it was Kwon Jina with her song, Knock, featuring Pang Moon Chi. All right. Now, got so many messages flooded in today, um, specifically talking about the Kunsan concert. A big thank you to listeners Yubi Niko, Yunmi Jang, Here I Am 0203, Jongsonga and I'm Kelly for not only being such wonderful, energetic audience members at my Gunsang concert last weekend, but also for leaving such wonderful comments and feedback today too. <clears throat> Thank you also again for making the concert a 100%. And you know, if I could just go through each one all to on air right now it'd be great but then it's like i feel like i'm hogging too much of the airspace here it's because we got some other messages on other concert related fronts we have johnny 4900 who writes i drove to see try b at the end of last week i always appreciate groups that travel for weeks by road all across the country and putting on good shows for smaller venues in cities that don't get the major tours. Well, they did a great job and seemed to have a ton of energy. The audience seemed to be very enthusiastic. 
This was the first time I've seen albums at the merch table of a K-pop concert, which I have always expectedly before because it's most convenient to pick it up there. All right. It's nice. It's sort of a nice parallel to my concert in Gunsan. It was the first time going there, and I don't think that they get too many uh, concerts on the normal tour circuit. It was definitely, a, you know, unusual for me to get there, but I'm so glad I did, and I kept telling the audience, wow, they were so enthusiastic. I wish I had gone earlier, and that I would definitely be back. So yes, smaller venues in cities are great. They are really, truly great in their own things. Alicia Y writes, On Saturday, I hung out with a group of Perth friends who were all here for the Blackpink concert. They wanted good Asian food, so I took them to an Asian foodie neighborhood, and then we ordered takeaway. While eating, one friend saw two other groups of Perth friends who had also flown in for the concert. So uh, we have Sydney-based friends that have at least one friend who flew in for the concert that have all congregated in Asian suburbs. So I even ran into friends I hadn't seen in years. Didn't watch the concert myself, but had a very black and pink weekend. All right. So since we've talked about them, I thought it'd be fun to listen to their songs, too. So first up, let's listen to Try Be With Wonderland followed by Blackpink and their song, Forever Young. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Jerry's Jerry 76 says, wow, it's so hot, even as I call my parents to check in on them. Is this like midsummer in L.A.? Mm, a little bit. Yeah, it can get really this hot. And yeah, it's not super humid yet. It's usually drier. But yeah, it is very energy sapping, that's for sure. Now, I have a quick announcement before um, reading some more messages. KBS World Radio will be celebrating the 70th anniversary of its founding with a K-pop concert hosted by yours truly. And... We are inviting you to join the filming of the concert online on Friday, July 14th. So if you're interested, fill in an application on our website before July 2nd. You'll find more information on the website at world.kbs.co.kr. All right, very exciting. Good luck to everybody who applies going to read a couple more messages here, especially this one. Interesting, because it's a response to my opening today on the show about the emotion of hate. I thought this was a really cool comment. Dreamy writes, I definitely know that hating takes up energy, and hating affects myself negatively too, but it's so hard to ignore that moment's hatred. It feels like the energy used in anger comes out without having to muster it up. Mm, I thought that was a really good point. It's true. Sometimes as we find we have to make a real big effort to do something, to be generous, to show mercy, to forgive, to love. But how come it doesn't really take much effort to bring a wellspring of hate, you know, swelling up in our hearts? Why is that? So definitely I think our positive energy should be focused on mitigating that, right? 
hey, not giving hate a chance to kind of fuel itself like a fire. All right, Ray Liu R says, 안녕, 정년 누나. Today is Juneteenth in the U.S., and I'm going to spend a day with my friends who celebrate this important holiday with historical significance for African Americans. Well, I was listening to last week's episode of OFD and Chill, and Professor Yu mentioned dramas that incorporate the pandemic into the story. And I thought of, would you like a cup of coffee? 커피 한잔 할까요? This is a very wholesome drama series that brings me comfort. Nuna, 이 드라마를 봤어요? No, I have never heard of it, but thank you so much for your recommendation. Ray wishes all of us a great week ahead filled with positive energy. All right, a very, you know, akin to what we're talking about um, all throughout the show today. I will be right back now with today's Parallel Universe after another song break. It's a song requested by listener Un0203. It is Deuce with Yorumanesa in summer. different but not entirely two different songs from two different parts of the world it's like they belong to a parallel universe it's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike but actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection one k-pop track and one non-k-pop track it's parallel universe Now today, we will listen to a couple of songs about rumors. First up is the K-pop song, Rumors, by Turbo. Oh yes, this song will take us back. Because Turbo is a boy group that debuted all the way back in 1995. Singer Kim Jong-guk, who these days seems to be even more widely known all over Asia as Running Man's a Muslim man was a part of this group, is a part of this group because they're still active. Their song Rumors was released in 2001 as a part of an album called History. And it starts like this. I fell in love with her who's so beautiful. Love was secretive and everything became plentiful. But not long after she became suspicious of me, must have been the world's jealousy. Oh, love moved toward its end. I don't know, I don't know. I can't begin to understand your emotions. All right, sometimes it's not just about the two people in the relationship, but kind of like the perspective of people around them. Rumors. As for our non-K-pop side, we'll listen to Rumors by American singer-songwriter and rapper Jake Miller. He reportedly taught himself how to play the guitar while still in high school and became a YouTube star soon after posting songs he wrote himself. He went on to make an official mainstream debut in 2013 with the release of his first studio album entitled Us Against Them. He's since released three more studio albums and numerous EPs. Yes, his um, music career is going, going steadily. 
Now, Rumors was part of his 2015 EP of the same title. And here's some of its lyrics. Yeah, we the word up on the streets. They talk, talk, talk about you and me. Let's start some rumors, rumors. And no, I don't know where they came from. But I'm always down to make some rumors, rumors. Yeah, they saw me sneaking at your crib last night, 3 a.m. to catch a flight. Caught me driving through your hood. Paparazzi got me good. All right. This kind of sounds a little bit more like flex, right? Hey, you know, we are like so hot in the talk of the town that yes, of course, there are going to be rumors about us. All right. Let's listen to these two different songs back to back. Rumors by Turbo and then Rumors by Jake Miller. That was Rumors by Jake Miller, and before that, Rumors by Turbo. Those were the Parallel Universe songs of the day. Alright, coming up in part two of today's show, we'll be welcoming back K-pop producer-engineer John Kim for his in-depth insight into the industry of K-pop for K-pop Inside. I'll be back with part two after one more song break. Let's listen to XO and their song, Peter Pan. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. In a moment, we will get an expert insider's view into the world of K-pop with K-pop producer-engineer John Kim, so don't change that channel. But first, here's a quick song break so John can settle into the studio. Let's listen to Melamongs with Talanan Haru, A Shining Day. The world of K-pop is ever-changing and ever-evolving. You think you're keeping up, but all it takes is a blink of an eye before you find yourself playing catch-up. Now, fortunately, we know some folks in the know, experts who can help us stay on track by sharing their secrets from the inside, as well as their well-trained views from the outside. It's our Monday segment, K-pop Inside Outside. K-Pop Inside Outside is a segment designed to help us keep up to date and learn a little bit more about K-Pop along the way with two different points of view. Now, we're welcoming back to share his views from the inside, producer engineer John Kim in the studio. Hello. Hello. Long time yes. no see. It has been quite a while. It has been quite a while. I mean, due to um, mm-hmm. weekend concerts um, right. and touring all over 
Korea. We have uh, been relegating Mondays to be pre-recorded shows Mm -hmm. to give myself a little time to kind of recover. And that, unfortunately, um, an unfortunate consequence is that (laughs) I haven't been able to see you in like um, over a month. But that's okay. I mean, I got to see your concert, which Yay! was amazing. I'm so glad and you were able to make it. Yes, if anyone here has not <clears> been <throat> to the concert yet, please <laughs> get out there. Go got one and more watch. city to go. Yes, it is so amazing. You don't mm-hmm. want to miss it. Lena is awesome. Oh, She's, thank you. She is the best singer in the world. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, no, no. That's far from the truth, but it's very generous of you to say. Yeah, but, I mean, your band <clears throat> is amazing, too. Yeah. Their arrangements. Great. And, they they have the soul. They have yeah. like the the I don't want to say black soul, but it's kind of black soul. They have <laughs> kind those of kinds a, of. They've got the groove uh-huh. going on, yeah. especially my bassist. She's got oh, an yeah. amazing groove. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we had some really we had a lot of fun with mm. rearranging stuff yeah. and kind of um, reinterpreting stuff. Yeah. And, we do it a lot of covers this mm-hmm. time around, yeah, so yeah. there was just a little something for everybody. Right. I mean, I could tell. It was one of those <laughs> shows where I was just, I was listening. Obviously, the music is good, but I was mm-hmm. just thinking, how cool would it be? And how much fun would it be if I was there performing, too? It's like oh, the hear... band was just, it, was, it sounded like so much fun to just yeah. play together. It is. It's, uh-huh. a, it's a lot of fun, and they're so good that they can just, you know, they can communicate with just like, you know, their eyes. Right, right. Right, and we all know what's mm-hmm. going on, and I'm so blessed to have such talented people. Um, how have you been doing, John? Um, what's well, your update? <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's been a lot going on. Obviously, mm-hmm. I mean, work is, is still, it's it's busy. Um, a lot of people are trying to get their summer releases out and getting them all. I, I think that. I've done three songs now called Summer Rain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so serious. Funny. You're gonna see a lot of summer yeah. rain coming out. I think that's like the theme of the year for summer this year. And then, are they? Is it because uh, of the uh, forecast? I have the no super idea. El Nino. Uh, you know, I have no it's idea. So it's funny. I, I have. I've had a band do summer rain. I've yeah. had an artist come in, fly in all the way from China, and her song is called Summer Rain. And it's just like it's, it's so a many weird people. coincidence. It's a weird coincidence, but I mean. And it's not just that title mm-hmm. too. There's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like something. It's something about water, though. Water okay. in the summer, like cooling off in the summer, oh, something right, right, like right, that, right? right? Like I've had a few songs that are about that too. Seems like it's a common occurrence right now. Well, we'll need it. We'll need yeah. it. I mean, especially today. How are you yes. doing today? I'm doing all right, though. So staying away from the sun. Yes, unfortunately, um, the baby and my wife got COVID oh, a no. few days ago. Yeah, and no. so. They've been um, under the weather for a oh while. Oh, um, You know, I, I've been trying Especially to take care of them. Especially when it's hot like this. It yeah. just makes things kind of look harder. It's harder, you yeah, You want to turn sure. the AC on. Uh-huh. But then if you're feeling under the weather, it's like uh-huh. the worst thing you can do. Yeah, because, you know, if your fever drops, right? it gets really hot because all of a sudden oh. like your your body is coming back to normal right, and so right. you start to feel the warmth but then if you have the fever you start getting the it's chills cold. and yes. so, so but the weather is super hot too right and so That's the um, worst. it's the worst the, the yeah the, the chills keep fluctuating and so yeah my wife is really struggling right mm-hmm. now but luckily like our baby she's doing so much better it only took her like two or three days to recover oh, thank goodness it's milder yeah. in in young children mm-hmm. so yes Thank goodness that she's already on the mend. Yes, you really yes. hope your uh, wife feels better very soon. Yeah, I mean, luckily she doesn't have a fever anymore. Okay, but um, now she's at the point where she can't smell or taste anything. Yep, yep. <laughs> right. Yes. Well, yeah. hopefully she'll bounce back. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I had family members who also just caught COVID super mm-hmm. late in the game, just yeah. like 
two months ago, one month mm-hmm. ago. And they they went through all the phases, but it right. seems to just like pass faster. And I think the chance for long COVID is a lot less now. Yeah, so for sure. With all the vaccines. Knocking on work. Yes. Knocking on wood. Mm-hmm. And um, I hope she's got those good meds. <laughs> yeah, she definitely, she's definitely got the medications <laughs> and all the vitamins, everything. But, you know, it's just, it's, it's going to take time. Yeah, and I think, it's true. A lot of rest if yeah. she can. Mm-hmm. Well, we really, really hope that she's all feeling better. All of us here at OFD. It's just, oh, it's you. no, it's no fun to be sick. Yes. COVID or not, right? Especially mm-hmm. with this weather. I find myself, you know, my throat is just really bothering me today. Yeah. But I'm also really hot. But then I need to keep myself warm. Right. <laughs> it's like this. It's 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 a struggle. It's, it's a like struggle. there's it's like a back and forth. There is like it's hard to find a middle ground, it right? Really and then is. you want to open the windows, but today even the air quality is not good, right? It's and so, so hot. Oh, it's yeah. just hot air is blowing in. Yeah. Goodness me. Um so many people. So mm-hmm. glad to see you back here in the studio. Tape Warren Lahab eighty two joining us. Jungsunga Alicia. Kim Jisoo, JAL3631, Jungbin1782 says, Chunha, welcome, welcome. And since it's been a while, I think it's going to be mm-hmm. really fun to sort of catch up playlist-wise yes, as well, right? For sure. There are mm-hmm. some really cool songs on this playlist that mm-hmm. um, have been out for quite a while now, but we've just never gotten a chance to really catch up on them, right? You know, I mean, I hear mm-hmm. them, a lot of it. Songs here and there on, mm-hmm. um, you know, social media or right. global charts. Mm-hmm. But um, I liked sitting down and kind of like breaking it down, listening to your thoughts about it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I only hear it in passing, like snippets at a time. Right. So I think this is going to be a great opportunity for me to kind of catch up on my it K-pop. <laughs> That's well, for sure. You and I are on the same bus because <laughs> yeah. um, I normally hear these songs in passing too, and it's not until I have to research it for <laughs> this show where I'm like, oh, so that's what oh, it is, right? Because yeah, exactly. you know, a lot of these songs, you know, um, mm-hmm. there there was a critic that was talking about K-pop these days, and mm. he was breaking it all down, and he's saying that um, K-pop of this year yeah. is so highly aimed for short um, reels or TikToks. Right, yeah. and so it feels like songs are not um, kind of like as it's not a whole song, but instead it's snippets, snippets. of pieces that are very marketable to social media, right? Snippable clips, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So basically, like a series of hooks. Yes. I mean, we've been sort of observing this trend for a right. while now, but yeah, I guess more than ever, it's this year. Yeah. Where it's very tangible mm-hmm. all right and is our first song of the day an example of yes that? it is i think you're gonna find a lot of the songs <clears throat> on this playlist are like that but to kick That's us off we're gonna be starting note. yes mm-hmm. so we're gonna be kicking it off with cupid by 5050 oh, yeah this song <laughs> so how did it blow up right and so i always mm-hmm. tell people you know like um i think we've seen a lot of girl groups in korea move away from the girly and Paiko yeah, and right. you know like girly and like d- flowery chipper chipper pink right. and flowers and lovely lovely yes they right. moved away from that they've um, moved away from it they've gotten a little more mature with their sound and mm-hmm. there's like less of a border between like a male sound and a female sound oh, now very and, good that's right? right there's less of a gender gap right, right. but I always tell people, if done right, there's always a time and a place for that sweet and lovey-dovey music. Yep. And I think they fit that ah. hole really well because so many people have been, you know, like they've been migrating from mm-hmm. that, right? They've been moving away from that sound. And right. so nobody was filling that gap. I think like after Yoda Chingo broke up, right? right? Nobody's really been doing that oh, I guess kind so. of thing, right? And we've been flooded with so much new genes and they're just so... Right. 
they're so hip, trendy, right. eclectic. Mm -hmm. And then so I would have thought that something like Cupid wouldn't have done well exactly in this mm -hmm. atmosphere, mm -hmm. but opposite. It's the total opposite because, you know... People are like, we are craving this. Exactly. We needed some sugar. Exactly. And so, obviously, they've blown up like crazy. <clears throat> I think um, there, there are some really cool facts about them. So, they okay. were the fastest K-pop group to okay. enter the Hot 100 charts ah. and the UK singles charts within mm. four months of debut. Wow. That is insane, unheard of, especially for a female group in Korea. And I heard this uh -huh. about... I kept seeing like headlines like these uh -huh. in the news, but I was like, who are they? Right. And so the crazy thing is they're not that big in Korea. Yeah. It, they blew up first overseas mm -hmm. and then they came to Korea because of all the social media right. um, content that was being posted with this song on right, it. Right. And right. it's not even the Korean version. It's the English version oh, that blew up. It? Yeah. Oh. And so that's what's crazy. Wow. Um, and so, you know, this, this group, they are very smart okay. because they are approaching this mm -hmm. in a very similar way that BTS approached their yeah. debut. Y your right? story was reminding me of BTS. Mm -hmm. BTS, <clears throat> uh, as many people know, they did not start their marketing campaign in Korea. Right. But instead, they targeted um, growing uh, K-pop communities right. in um, like Brazil or right. the Philippines mm -hmm. and overseas and mm -hmm. they slowly brought that success over into Korea and I think that's kind of what we're seeing with 5050 5050 mm -hmm. I see and maybe this is going to be a new business model uh, the mm -hmm. fact that it worked for BTS doesn't mean it's going to always work right but uh, I don't know it's something about 5050 mm -hmm. really captured people's hearts I couldn't believe it's just woof, um, in top of the 100 charts the UK charts and I'm like we still don't know who they are. Exactly. Yeah, but I think we'll be seeing a lot more of them. I think um, so too. Yeah. yeah, they they've been blowing up like crazy, and I think everyone in Korea has heard the song. They mm -hmm. might not know the group, right? But they've true. heard the song. Do you know why they call themselves Fifty Fifty? I'm so curious. Yes, and so uh, their group <laughs> name it's it's really funny. So they're they're like talking about a, a hope filled ideal as one side of the fifty, okay, and a harsh reality. As part of the other 50. Oh, and so yin and yang, black and white. Exactly. Oh. They they want to um, kind of signify like a coexistence okay. of those two things. Okay. Right? I think we're getting that mm -hmm. hope-filled ideal aspect in Cupid, however, right. Right? right? I just keep thinking of that. You know what 50-50s are back in the day? The orange and vanilla? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. That's why I just I keep thinking of orange vanilla popsicles when I see their names. Uh, They're called 50-50s. Called... Not creamsicles? Creamsicles, yes. yes. Creamsicles. Yes. yes, they used to be called 50-50s, like, way back oh. when. Now I'm dating myself. <laughs> uh, GHSK Fen says, oh, this song is so adorable and yeah. cute. I think this is the general uh -huh. consensus. We like yeah. it because it's really cute. They're not trying to be anything right. other than that, right? For sure. But I think what's really funny with this mm -hmm. is... Well, it, this is the funniest clip that I've seen, and there's a few similar like this, but then they take this song and make it really ironic by taking oh. these huge guys with tattoos all over and throwing gang signs, and they're singing this song and lip-syncing it. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> it's so, so much fun. With Cupid. Yeah. Okay, very, a lot of self-awareness and mm -hmm. a lot of um, open interpretations. Yeah. So it's actually a lot more intelligent than you would think. Yeah. JAL is a fan. He says, oh, all their other songs are great, too. Well, mm -hmm. let's take a listen to Cupid that is just taking the charts by storm. And then, yeah, we can maybe explore some 50-50 on our own. But here is Cupid first. 50-50.
That was 50-50 with Cupid. Um, we were able to kind of take a peek at one of these like really <laughs> bad, scary looking dudes um, just kind of bopping out to Cupid. Yes, really funny. Yes. Kim Jisoo says, cases like this clearly show that K-pop's now part of the mainstream. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not possible for artists to gain popularity quickly without investing as much time as BTS or Bruping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, this is obviously mm-hmm. a subject that many people sit around debating right. for many shows, many, you know, hours. Mm-hmm. It, this is interesting. Alicia says, I've never heard of this group, but mm. I've heard this song right. heaps of times. Right. She said she assumed it was like by Ive mm-hmm. or something. Right. I, oh. I, I think that's the genius mm. in this song, right? And mm-hmm. they have a really smart marketing team behind them because um, mm. originally they started off in um, 2022 as just an independent label yeah. that just had them, right? Okay. But then after their first uh, small EP release, they mm-hmm. got acquired by Warner. And oh. Warner is the one that took them and put this song out right. in multiple languages and mm-hmm. just blew it up on social media. And so, you know, this is a company that knows exactly what they're doing, wow. right? And so I think that's a strong reason why you have heard this song. Mm-hmm. You might not know the group, but right. you will eventually. Oh right? my goodness. It's kind of scary, <laughs> right? That all oh, the powers that be, they are going to make sure you know this song. Yes. <laughs> but uh, speaking of social media promotion, mm-hmm. I just, you know, I, I do my social media on mute. Mm. Right, and then everybody does this scroll, scroll, scroll on their you know smartphones, right? Mm-hmm. When they're like having coffee or they're bored or sitting there, right. and and I just keep seeing for this next song oh. everywhere. So curious, I had to actually yes. turn the sound on to uh-huh. be like, what is that choreography? <laughs> so it, it popular, is so right? so popular. <clears throat> it's kind of funny too it because is. um we're gonna be talking about um Queen Card Queen by Card. Yo-Jai-Dol. And yeah, so a lot of us have already heard this song, but that one choreography bit um, yes. that really blew up. Yeah, I mean it's it's striking first of all yeah. the way they do it. It kind of looks funny, like a like a cat, right? Kinda, right. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen the music video? Uh uh-uh, uh, I so haven't. Just the, all the reels and stuff. You gotta see the music video because that that uh, dance yeah. is a reference to. Okay. White Chicks, the movie. No way! And you know how they oh, have Oh, I a, knew it looked familiar! Yeah, so they have a dance battle that happens. You know, they go into the club and they yeah, have yeah, the yeah. dance I battle. Totally and so about. they have the reference to that, that in the music hilarious. video. Yeah, they have a <laughs> lot of funny references, but yeah. that That's the reason why <laughs> that dance has become... Oh. Yeah, it's just blown up. But, I mean, obviously, I think with this song, mm-hmm. Idol, I think they've cemented themselves mm-hmm. as having a concept of being a concept. Oh, I Do like you know the, what I mean? Very well put, yes. Totally. Yeah, so mm-hmm. all of their songs are so striking these right. days. They all have, um, you know, it's it's a... They're, it's like, they're not world building their uh-huh. group. Yes. Every single song or album uh-huh. is one's mini world. Yeah, yeah. In terms, terms of conceptualization, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it's just very quirky. Yeah. I don't think we'd be able to see any other groups um, digest this like song, this. Yeah. right? Because it's just, it's so out there and the themes are, um, and some of the lyrics are just a little bit too raunchy, <laughs> kind of, but then they're able to do it because they've done... You know, they've done Tomboy, they've done Nude. That's right. You know, and yes. they've progressively gotten a little bit more, um, I don't, I'd say confident 
in their ability to take on these kinds of concepts. I mean, yes, at right? the very least, confidence that yes. they, ah, I can do this. Right. It's and crazy. so, I, like I said, <laughs> because it's so striking, it yeah. leads to being very uh, well taken to on social media. Right. Right. Um, the, the melodies, obviously, they're addictive. Mm-hmm. We have great producers on their tracks. And, you mm-hmm. know, the rapper Soyeon was actually a big part of the lyrical process for this song. Oh, really? And it's kind of funny because uh, some of the lyrics are like, yeah, my boob and booty's booty hot. hot. Yeah, right? Is hot. And I'm twerking on the runway. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm so hot like Kim Kardashian. Yeah, it's like, yeah. How are some you going to... These... Yeah, exactly. I, I heard these lyrics and I'm like, okay, this is not going to hit. This uh-huh. I probably would have rejected these lyrics. Mm-hmm. But it... I don't know. It somehow works for them. It's it's only possible because <clears throat> it's them. Just because it's them. Just because it's them. If I were to write a song like this, right? Yeah. Then I were to pitch it to just any company, they would never email they, me back. They would never know. They'd never call me back they to would do never, another song. I would be blacklisted. Right. But <laughs> what what does it? What is it about G Idol where they made it work for them? It's just so. I don't know. I don't know either, but I'm excited to see what they're gonna go for next because they're already at such a high, like strong, like presence, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, how are you gonna move on, right? Because they've progressively gotten stronger, and so I mean, yeah, it's it's blown up. Gosh, Mm -hmm. kinka is also a term that I really hadn't heard in a while. Uh It was a very popular, but not even that popular or popularly used now. Mm-hmm. So that was why I was like, what, is this retro? Like, I just don't know. Like you said, it's quirky. It's it's very quirky. And some people, you know, they're calling it kind of a short novelty. Mm. Um, but we'll, we'll really have to wait and see if they can kind of continue this. Yeah. You know, this is something that I don't think we've seen in K-pop yet. Wow. And they're, so they're kind of the pioneers of doing this really quirky, kind of out there, lyrical. Really out there. Right? I mean, you were just talking about you know, edgy, edgy kind of concepts for girl groups. And then we mm. have 50-50, um, you know, get it, taking charge of the sugary sweet side. Right. But we don't even know what G.I. was doing. They're just doing their yeah. own thing. They are. You know, they started out a long time ago. Their mm. their original music was that sugary kind of sweet. It was. I remember sweet, right? that. Yeah. But, but it was hard to tell it apart from other right. girl groups. But mm. now... They've you, evolved. You hear a song from G-Idol and you know that it's them. G-Idol. Right? Well, congratulations to them. Um, Queen Cut is just, it's a, an anomaly. Mm-hmm. It's weird, but in a very addicting way. Right. All right, let's listen. Here is Yoda Idol G-Idol with Queen Cut or Queen Card. That was Yoda Idol or G Idol with Kinka or Queen Card. My goodness, just everywhere. That and you know what? <laughs> that choreography is addicting, though. It is. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. You see it once; it's so cute, and when you see it again, you just don't get tired of it for some yeah. strange, and strange reason. It's easy reason. too, right? It's, yeah. It seems, at least I, I don't dance, but it looks like it would be easy to do. Looks so like a lot of people. Could. Anyone can do a version of it. Uh-huh. Obviously. The Yaja Idol girls do it super course, well, right? Course. But mm. yeah. All right. <laughs> it is really the battle of the girl groups this year as yeah. well. Our next song that you brought in is also a girl group song. Oh, yeah. And so this these is a These guys are good. These guys are really yeah. good. I think they are one of the biggest groups that you need to watch out for in the mm-hmm. coming years. So this is I've. I've. Um, and we're going to be talking about I Am. Um, mm-hmm. So this song, it's been out for a while too. Yeah. 
and it's obviously everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm sure uh, you've heard the song, even if you don't know that you have, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and true. so I, I really respect I because mm-hmm. they've kind of taken their sound and really. I don't know how to say mm-hmm. it, but they've created like a luxurious tone out of themselves. Oh. And I think that that's what kind of puts them in their spot, right? Mm-hmm. They are just, they're just putting out really good music. Okay. I think that's what really kind of identifies them for me when I hear them like apart from other, other groups. Mm-hmm. Like they've got great vocals. Mm-hmm. They've got great production. Uh, they've got amazing sounds. Just like as a mix as a whole, their production value is just insane. Right. Um, uh-huh. I also did after like I remember we were so surprised mm-hmm. with their production value there. Right. To sample Gloria Gaynor. Right. Right. Um, and I am I've I think also always is playing on their name. Mm-hmm. And I think the Sneema's this song I am mm-hmm. also plays on their name as well. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. But. They've really just stayed rock solid mm. with this song. I think they have another one off of this album as well um, that stayed within the top five Whoa. for the last, I think, like month and a half or two months. Mm-hmm. And it's just been rock solid. They haven't been moving at all. And I think for a good reason. Yeah. Um, and I, I know that I keep talking about social media, but yeah. I think that's really where everything is kind of headed like market-wise. I think that's where yeah. a lot of people are trying to get their songs to be heard more. And um, <laughs> there is a video of this song. Yeah. Um, so the music video, is, it takes place in a lot of different scenes. Okay. But there is one where they um, dance like on the wing of a plane. Whoa. And then all of them, they jump off together, uh-huh. skydiving, right? And then... Um, <laughs> There's like a funny um, video where mm-hmm. there's like a drop clap that happens like mm-hmm. right after like part of the hook. Mm-hmm. And then they someone took like Photoshop and they took like a little thing of one of the girls skydiving yeah. and made it hit the floor oh, no. right when the, oh, no. the clap hits. And then so that blew up. And I think that's part of the reason Whoa. why this song did well too because that was just so funny. And so a lot oh, of people watched that. Um <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people have already seen it. I'm probably going to get that on my feed as well. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. But yeah, just a- aside from their marketing and yeah. their visuals and their production value, you know, it's just, it's a good song. Mm-hmm. It's a good song. They've got really rock solid harmonies. It's all very clean. Um, And this song, it's it's high, yeah. right? It's, the hook, it's yeah. really high. And mm-hmm. so I think that is kind of something that's hard to pull off to make it sound good because anyone can throw in that big high note you sure. know and sometimes like you can hit it and mm-hmm. you can get someone to tune it up so it sounds like in pitch but that doesn't mean it'll sound pretty mm. right yes it's um, true mm. just to just to hit it for the sake of hitting it right sure the quality of it you don't know what right. it's gonna be but I think they, they really nailed it here they made it sound seamless and mm. it sounds it doesn't sound difficult okay. for them mm-hmm. and I think that's what's really important when you're trying to hit those kinds of shocking notes it's something that maybe like a lay person wouldn't be able to catch but like somebody mm-hmm. like you would be like oh this person is actually has the chops to pull this off right. this is why they did it right. it's more organic that mm-hmm. they went up to the high notes yeah so they did it really well and you know some of their vocalists are not as strong mm-hmm. like you sure. know, with their chops, right? right? But then I think all of them, what's cool is they have different tones mm-hmm. and they they do uh, their own yokar. They do their own parts really well right. in filling out 
the the whole soundscape with yeah, their voices. Yeah, I don't think that you necessarily mm-hmm. be in a group have to be all on an equal level. Right. Of course, you know, because there's different niches that everyone can contribute into to right. create a nice, beautiful whole. Mm-hmm. And I does that. They're sort of like the opposite of G Idol, then, right? Yeah. Because they're not about concepts at all. They're not really. Mm-hmm. They're more about their identity. They reference right. their own name a lot in the titles mm-hmm. of their songs and are just going for song quality. Yeah, I, I think that's really commendable. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's commendable, especially in this really cutthroat kind of competitive, mm-hmm. um, in like environment. So mm-hmm. let's listen. Here's I with I am. That was I with I Am. What a fantastic song. It's that, a it's good just, song. Out of the songs we mm-hmm. listened to today, I don't know if it's personal taste, but uh-huh. the song kind of blows it all out of the water. Like you I said, so too. there's not actually gimmicks. Uh-huh. It's just some really strong creative melody writing. Right. I think the melodies are all very good. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of songs. We, ta- we talk about this often yeah. where there are certain sections like a bridge or a verse sure. that's just there to be there. Sure. Right? That's true. This song, there's nothing here where yeah, I'd say wasted. like... Yeah, they they filled every single nook and cranny mm-hmm. with something that deserves to yeah, be there. Yeah. I think that's the really cool thing. And not just melodically wise, right? right, right. But also with vocal production and the track production. Mm-hmm. I mean, that bass, it was just driving the entire song forward. It just it made the song feel so huge, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. And the vocals just matched that energy. With, bass so low and then mm-hmm. the voice vocals so high. So yeah. high and the perfect amount of doubles, the perfect, you know, those... Like, if you listen to the right at the ending where they finish off, uh, all the instruments cut off and mm-hmm. they just end with their voice. There's, right. like, I think two or three vocals layered there. And the the loudest one is just the melody. But then you're going to hear this really big, like, uh, huge chest voice um, mm-hmm. kind of belting mm-hmm. in the background. I see. And it just, you don't really, like, consciously hear it. Like, you don't. Like notice the vocals it. in the front is mm-hmm. definitely um, done with falsetto. Right. Yeah. But then if you really dissect it, yeah. that's what's also driving that energy too. So I, I think there's a mm-hmm. lot to really dissect with Ive. They just, they are like, their tabushim or mm-hmm. their confidence is just in quality. Wow. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I also have this theory that they're always exploring identity self-identity with mm-hmm. a lot of their songs i mean hence the title i am right wonderful stuff yes and yokshi we got another contender for <laughs> girl group here um best girl group they're all kind of you know fighting it out here on you know social yeah. media playground etc mm-hmm. etc our next song is also huge yes we're talking about <clears throat> la seraphim's uh latest track off of their actual first it was their first full-length album. It was called oh, Unforgiven. yes, And their right. title track, Unforgiven. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about songs that are all still very relevant. They're yes. in the top 10 in charts, regardless of how long they've been out. They've right. all been out for months now. But, but they've, still, they've held very steady. And, still dominating. Yeah. I think it's crazy how uh, we're moving into this era where mm-hmm. um, all these girl groups are really just coming forward as like the front runners of K-pop right now. For a while, mm. it was just, it was all boys. Groups, right. right, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. Boy groups were dominant. Yeah, we had especially because of fan bases. Right, right. But mm-hmm. um, now it's just a different dynamic. Uh, yeah, I think it's evolving a little bit right mm-hmm. now with 
all these great concepts that these girl groups are bringing. And Le Seraphim is absolutely one of the contenders for best girl groups out mm. right now, for sure, absolutely. Um, and Unforgiven, I think this is a really cool one because um, if you take apart the song, okay. um, and I was talking about this earlier too, um, it sounds like they carefully designed each part mm-hmm. so that it could be its own standalone, ah, standalone right. TikTok. Yeah. Right? Ah, yeah. That's just, that seems like a different art in and of itself. I think it's it's all very carefully planned mm-hmm. and um, uh, yeah, so there are 27 separate credits <laughs> for this song. For the songwriting? Uh, for the songwriting and arrangement and oh, you know, it's 27. Uh, we were really? talking about BTS, I think they had yeah. something like this, right? I remember um, that, yeah. But I think 27 is a new record that I've seen personally. (laughs) And so you can tell how much um, they cared about making this song as good as it is, Mm, right? Yeah. And um, (laughs) yeah, like I said, it's very, very careful and meticulous how they put this this together Mm because they wanted to market really well, right? right? And so... I think that everyone has seen different snippets of this song across social media. Um, I, for one, Mm -hmm. have not actually heard the full thing until I actually went in to prepare prepare for this. But I've heard each section. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I've heard each section. Um, I, we've played this song before mm-hmm. on the show, but again, I wouldn't be able to like, sing it back for you. Right. Like, in, in you, order. You might not even know the order, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the crazy thing. But you've heard all the parts. It's all very familiar, mm-hmm. even though you've never heard the song through. That's fantastic. Yeah. And also, um, kind of interesting to note that they, they had a featuring credit. Yes, they did. And they had a very legendary mm. guitarist. They had Niall Rogers yeah. come in and play guitar on this track. And we don't normally see that a lot in K-pop. I think it's like almost the first of its kind. Um, I was sort of like, I'm not going to lie... Like, why? Right. Were you like, why at all? Um, <clears throat> not necessarily, because no. I think there are bigger whys. Okay, like, that's um, true. There, yeah, there that's are a, a few other, other Bigger whys. whys. Yeah, bigger <laughs> whys. Like, remember when the, the whole classical sampling thing was was yes. kind of making its thing? Everywhere, yeah. all of a sudden, That, that was also a why, a why. right? But then... <laughs> If you listen to the song, I think it makes a lot more sense because mm-hmm. this this song is very guitar driven. Right, it is. And yeah. um, I'm sure that the writers, mm-hmm. um, I don't know the story behind it. I, I will have to look it up, but yeah, I don't know how they got curious. this guitarist yeah. on the track. But he might have just been part of the track writing process or I'm sure um, the songwriting like, process to begin with. Before he was given the track, and then I think huh? he was just given the track. And mm-hmm. just threw something out at home and just set the data over. It's very possible. Yeah. Um, there is, but there is some really cool electric stuff going on. There's also some very cool acoustic stuff going on. Oh. There is a, a section in the song where it's mostly acoustic guitar, yeah. but um, I, I used to play acoustic guitar a lot. Mm-hmm. But then there's like some percussive acoustic guitar stuff oh, going yeah, on yeah, as yeah. well. Like mm-hmm. you hear him um, kind of hitting the wood right. of the acoustic guitar mm-hmm. in certain parts while he's drumming, yeah. and. Um, that's that's something we don't hear a lot here. That's that, not, no. It's more of like a musician's <clears throat> musical choice. You know what I mean? It's not a mainstream sound that we see a lot. Well, I'm going to take a, another listen uh-huh. as we listen to it to see like what Nile Rogers adds to this. Mm-hmm. Let's all listen to Le Seraphim, Unforgiven. Unforgiven, <laughs> 
That was Unforgiven featuring Nile Rodgers. Of course, it was La Seraphim. I think looking, listening to it now, mm-hmm. like like you said, I think it has a much more simpler structure. Yeah. Um. It it seems like an ensemble of smaller hooks. Right. Right. Yeah. And the hooks itself are. I mean, they're good. They're good. They're good. But I can see yeah. how there was like, you know. Nine teams of three. Yeah. <laughs> Probably working on just the one hook, the one, one ten seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, that just boggles my mind. Oh. I think but what really <laughs> ties it together is the guitarist, right? Uh-huh. It's the guitar. I see. Yeah. It there's so much pro heavy programming going on. Yeah. Almost like a hip hop like um like rhythm track. Yeah. So that guitar just adds a little bit of yeah. More human element. It takes it almost like to a Wild West kind of a I sound, I like the right? Wild West referencing yeah. in there. That's kind of a cool mm-hmm. thing. All right. We are moving right along yes. to our next track. And it's time for Who Are You? Yes. We're we gonna... haven't had a Who Are You in yes. such a long time. So it's so nice. Yes. Nice so to try and discover. We're going to just take a quick step away from all the chart-topping okay, yes. madness. And... There's so much mm-hmm. trendiness going uh-huh. on. We just got to step away. Yeah, we're going to step <laughs> away and just kind of chill <clears throat> for a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about a, um, an artist called Nokdu. Have you heard of Nokdu? You know what? I feel like I've heard of Nokdu. So tell me what you know. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> I just, I feel like the name is not, because uh-huh. you would bring in people and then I'd be like, who? Right. But Noktu sounds familiar. So Noktu, um, I might have brought him in before. Um, oh, maybe. But, so I I learned of him first when he did this song called Coin Wash with my friend Jacoby. And okay. so they did that as a duo release between mm-hmm. the two of them. Mm-hmm. But if I did bring it in, then I was probably talking about Jacoby. Oh, but this yes, one, yes, yes, yeah, yes. we're going to be focusing on Noktu mm-hmm. as an artist. And um, you might have, it, it also might be, because he was on Superband. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. That, that's kind of ringing a bell, too. Yeah. I didn't watch, like, it, uh-huh. I wasn't committed all the way through. Right. But so many wonderful clips were coming out of Superband. Yes. So I think I might have caught him on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's been around, you know, he's been doing his own music mm-hmm. and he's also been, you know, the front man for some of those bands on the yeah, show yeah. and you know very he's talented. still doing yeah he's mm-hmm. very multi-talented he's doing his own music right now nice. as well and he just put out a full-length album mm-hmm. it's called Old Justice and um <laughs> the the title it's an interesting title yeah it's it's really <laughs> cool um and the title track it's called 600 kilometers 600 km huh mm-hmm. you can tell there is like he He's really got like a concept, a story going on here. Yeah. Old Justice. I want to pick his brain about that. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think he's cool. He's really strong in his uh, creativity because you know he's doing all the arrangement, mm-hmm. all the writing, and oh. all the lyrics as well for mm-hmm. all of his own music. And mm-hmm. I, I've seen him do collaborations, but he's very you know hands on with his music, where he likes to kind of take control. Mm. Just because he's so multi talented, wow. right? He's able to produce. Yeah. Um, able to sing, write, and the lyrics are all very good as well. Mm-hmm. And so, I've seen him do a multitude of styles. You know, for Superband, he was rock, the frontman right? of a rock band. Yeah, right? a lot of like cool modern rock stuff going on. Right, mm-hmm. and before that, I I only knew him as doing like a R and B kind of a sound. Right, oh, so for that's Queen Wash. Yeah, perhaps. Okay. So K R and B, borderline hip hop kind of. Really? But here he's doing a ballad. What? Right. Wow. Right. And so, like I said, he's very good at mm-hmm. all these different genres. And mm-hmm. he's a great singer, overall great performer, mm-hmm. someone I definitely suggest checking out. And I think he's going to do well moving forward. Just, you know, he's 
putting stuff out consistently I think that's the most important thing for any upcoming artist right wow. to have that consistency and so he's one of those guys that's mm-hmm. got it all he's doing all the right things mm-hmm. and so it's just a matter of time before you know wow. he, he grows that following wow K-Ballad from Nokdu that is mm-hmm. unexpected alright let's check it out here's Nokdu with Yukbek Kiror 600 kilometers was Nokdu with his beautiful song 600 kilometers or mm-hmm. Yukbekiro that's what it would be in Korean yes. um, like John was saying as we were listening to it something that was written from the heart it does mm-hmm. certainly sound different mm-hmm. than something that was written by 27 people <laughs> right right I mean we're not criticizing anything mm-hmm. I think we're both observers of that's cool uh-huh. and that's cool too right you for know? sure I mean yeah and I think what's really cool about this is you know um Nokdu has this brain full of really creative ideas, right? I think at the end was a surprise. Right. So he waits until the very end when all the lyrics are done, done to throw that, you know, that surprise ending. So it doesn't take away from the lyrical content or the message of the song. Oh. Right? I think that's what's really smart. That is smart. It's, it's easy to take that into, like, the final chorus. Yeah, I and thought there was going to be more, it. to be honest. And right. then I was surprised that it ended. Right. It's, it's over because... The lyrics are done. The ah. message is sent, but then there's a grand ending it to it where he flourish. yeah shows his color a little bit at the end. It's lovely. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful stuff here. A nice kind of little balance to bring us down back to earth mm-hmm. off of social media. Yes. What is our last song of the day? We've got one more ballad to listen to. Nice. Um, and we're gonna be listening to a ballad from Suran. It's her latest release. Nice. It's called 어쩌면 우리는 이별하지 못한지도 forget me not. It's a classic K-pop <laughs> long title. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So long. <laughs> I was scared. Long. I was scared I was gonna choke. Oh while yeah. I, was I, I gotta practice these titles ahead of time too. So don't worry. You're in good company. <laughs> yes. And so yes, it's another beautifully written Korean ballad from Suran and mm-hmm. uh, she wrote this with some of her friends B-Rock and Filter oh. um, but I think what's interesting about this is mm-hmm. the, not only the writers but the artists Suran they're more known for doing more like R&B and yeah. um, Filter is more known for doing idol music too right, right. but the fact that they kind of took a step back mm-hmm. and decided to do this you know a ballad together mm. um I think it's really interesting. I, I'm very curious mm-hmm. why they decided to do this. How this came about. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're not all known for this, right? right. This is not their primary so genre. Outlier of their uh-huh. normal body of so work. So there has to be some sort of a story behind it. Like maybe one of them was feeling a certain type of way and they wanted to express it in a ballad, right? Mm-hmm. We might not know. We not, might not be able to figure out. Mm-hmm. But regardless, I think it's really great to hear Suran and she's, She's got a really interesting vocal tone. Yeah, she right? does. But she <laughs> is able to take that vocal tone and mm-hmm. make it in a way that it's not too overbearing for this palette. Like, it's still mm. clearly Suran. Sure. But it doesn't sound like so some... She, do you think she's sort of reining it in a little bit? I think in so. In like, of trying to interpret this song. I, I think, let the song shine. I, I think for sure she did that. Because if you listen to Wine, her, her biggest hit, right, that she did with um, Suga and Changmo, right. she had that, like, accent, the way that she... The enunciations yeah. and the inflections. Yeah, that was... She made it super cool. Very strong there. And, <clears throat> you know, that's that's a really trendy thing to do. Yeah. Um, but you don't hear much of that here. Mm. It's, it's much more natural. And... 
I, I think it's great that Suran is able to shine through both of these kinds of outlets, right? Well, it's nice to know that um, she does have the versatility. You know, and some people, you know, being a vocalist myself, when they start those inflections and mm-hmm. stuff, they can't go away from it mm. because it becomes their signature thing. Sure. Yeah. Oh my right? What a great example. Mm-hmm. Even La Seraphim singing yeah. on Unforgiven with right. their very stylized, you know, kind of thing. What is it? Deliberate mispronunciation uh-huh. to make things uh, dar, 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 right, you know, this kind right, of thing. Right. Um, it's really hard to move away from that mm-hmm. because I think vocalists feel like, uh-oh, they're going to find out that that's not how I really sing. <laughs> yeah. that, that's my personal theory. Mm. Oh, no, they're going to realize that I'm just mm-hmm. doing that on purpose. Mm. Is that a bad thing, though? I, I like, wouldn't it's say just, so. You know, I, I think it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's all... Just creative decisions. You it's, know, there's no it is, right or wrong. It is. It's a decision. And we're, we're right. masters of our craft. Uh-huh. If you want to do it that way, mm-hmm. some people want to but can't. Right. It's saying a lot that you can turn it on and off. It's mm-hmm. part of technique and skill. Right. But yeah, I think there's this little bit of an ego problem. Mm. Like, I, I get it too. I feel uh-huh. it too. Like, oh no, they're going to know that that's not actually real, that I could actually pronounce it a different way. <laughs> um, but Sudan is being bold, I think, in saying, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to try something different. Here's a different side of me. Right. Wonderful stuff. Yes. Well, thank you so much, John, for a really cool... First of all, I felt really hip, (laughs) and now I feel like I'm just kind of healing with ballads. Yes. Yes. Thank you a lot, and we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. All right, here's Suran taking us out. Forget me not. We'll see you all tomorrow. Mm.